Good evening. You're listening to Shiny Happy Radio. My name's Callum Valentine. Hello, I'm DJ Saratone. And we're going to start things off with a bit of Erica Badu. One, 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 two, one, two. Now, on and on and on and on. Wake the fuck up, cause it's been too long. Say wait a minute, queen, what's your name? I be the gypsy flipping life game from the right brain. Ascension maintained, rolling through like a burning flame. Like a supernova star. She be the light when they in the dark morning. The moon past the sun for a constellation start forming. Across up in the sky, but everybody wanna ask me why. Why? why, why, why? Badu from Mama's Gun 2000 
Rosie, who was on a few weeks ago in the background, was begging me to play Clever. I have Portalachise, Rosie. That's the song. I never even realised that's what she was looking for. Yeah, it was exactly. It's cool. It's cool. All them. Yeah. And I, yeah, I feel it feels like I was intentionally dodging playing that song. I wasn't, but it was just something about an on. So, do you think that's kind of like setting the vibe for the tunes tonight? More sort of low key. We're not. We're not going properly heavy. I think. I think at first I was seeing it as. uh, you're just lightly putting the foot down on the pedal slightly as we go, building it up, building it up. But, you know, we've got two nights on tonight. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Lafrique's birthday at Kings. Yeah. And we've got X Club. We do. And who's our guest tonight? Mr. Jack Lafrique himself. So, out of the two, you would say which one's going to be more of a low-key sort of hold your beer and enjoy the music sort of night. I would hazard a guess at the Freak, mm. but uh, they're the kings of putting on the low-key but vibey yeah. sort of nights. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Robag Vruma in to play for them tonight at the birthday, so we're mm. going to ha- showcase mm. a few of those tunes while Jack's on the show as well. But before we go on to that, we're going to have a song that you've chosen. Yeah, cool. This is a, a King Tubby song. I've been listening to King Tubby for a pretty long time um my dad when i was younger we used to dance and listen to dub so it's kind of it's kind of like a special place in my heart this song's called um heavy duty dub Thank you. 
Chicken Grease by D'Angelo. I was very excited yesterday. Listen to NTS. Ted Draws had, I think it's a, maybe a monthly set he has on 
on NTS on Tuesday afternoon and I was sitting on my couch refusing to leave the flat mm -hmm. just going through the motions on this bit of graphic design I was making and this set list was incredible and there was multiple unreleased cuts of D'Angelo oh, yeah. and occasionally occasionally I find I mean I've become a, a D'Angelo obsess obsessive over the past year or so not the but only D'Angelo obsessive in Dundee. No, apparently not, so I've heard. But uh, occasionally I find a cut that I've never heard and my mind is blown. And I, I'm still as excited hearing it now as I did when I first started listening to him. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really cool listening to him. Have you ever listened to Ted Draws or heard of him? No, no. no? Well, sorry, is that, so you said it's a monthly yeah, show. Sure. Yeah, it's, mon it's monthly and I think I pretty much saved the whole set list, or as much as I could anyway, because mm -hmm. of course there's a ton that's... Not on streaming services, probably for good reason. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, yeah, so the, uh, there you go, the, the Angelo resistance has broken. Um, <laughs> I said to Liam a few weeks ago, I wondered when it would go, and uh, there you have it. That's that's a, so that's our first D'Angelo track, that's our first of many. The Chicken Grease, yeah, good way to start. Cool, well I'll, uh, I'll, I'll follow that up with one that I found out earlier has never actually been played on NTS. Um, I was wondering what shows might have played it because I was like, surely someone's played it and no one's played it so uh, I'll let you have a listen
Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by PM Dawn. And Jack has just told us that super, super furry animals are big PM Dawn fans, apparently. No, there's a fact. There you go. <laughs> you learn something new every day. We're going to hear from Jack in a wee moment. Um, but before we do, um, we're going to talk a little bit about something you're going to go to this weekend. You're going to X Club, right? We're going to talk more about all the events in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. But um, can you tell us a little bit more about X Club? Um, all right. Well, I can tell you about the event. The event was on and it got cancelled. And when the tickets first went out, I uh, didn't know really much about X Club. But I have since found out that they are Australian and that they play heavy techno. And I had no idea. I thought they were a Dundee based. No, no, no. They're an Australian duo. And I have this theory that Australians put on the best parties because. Like nearly all my best nights have been Australians. Party Boy 69. Well, Jensen really know all my best nights have been Australians. I thought that was the end of the sentence. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was involving Party Boy 69. I mean, I could be on about something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Less the better. Yeah, but like, I don't know. 
I listened to some of their stuff and then I got a few X Club tracks. Um, I downloaded and I was like, yeah, can't give these guys a miss. Um, might try pop an E or something like that and uh, just let it, yeah, take it to. You didn't hear that? No, no. <laughs> no, that was a slip of the tongue. It was E, no- e numbers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what are we going to play next? going to play uh, Pauline Murray? Pauline Murray, yeah. Uh, Factory Records tune. Yeah, produced by Martin Hannett. There you go. There you go. Just like reality I'm calling 
that was Penny Penny with Shaka Bundu. That's a piece of Zonga disco music from 1994. What country is that? It's from? South Africa. South African. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's tr- it's um, hailing from a tribe in South Africa, and it was actually massive in South Africa in 1994, which is all of nearly 30 years ago now. Um, but it was never distributed outside the country until 2010, when it was found by the guy who runs Awesome Tapes from Africa. Oh, awesome! Yeah. That's when I played earlier, the Jess Abim Peter yeah. One. Um, that's Awesome Tapes from Africa. Cool. Great label, then. Yeah, how does that work? Do they release compilations, or are they just distributing they, artists? They find old stuff that might have been released on like cassette tape, or like CDs, but only in Africa, and then they'll go on a hunt for the master tape. And you know, there's other labels out there. There's one in Edinburgh called Athens of the North, and they just go hunting for like old soul and stuff like that. Okay, so what do you say? Athens of the North. Athens of the North. Athens of the North. There's a load okay. of these labels, and they just hunt for like this old gold that never got like yeah the release it needed. Because there is just so much music and so much that will go forgotten, and people are always trying to make new stuff. But mm-hmm. really, you can make new stuff out of things that have just been forgotten. I mean, that was such a cool tune. I really like when it started. You can kind of hear the '90s influence. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's like a complete the chords clash. at the start. Yeah, it's like it was. I can't remember the producer's name, but the big deal was that it was a clash of what I guess had become stale of that that kind of music from mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. tribe to a lot of people. It wasn't really going anywhere. But then you had this guy from the th- that um, tribe in South Africa of that ethnic group, and he was massively influenced by American club culture. Oh yeah, well that's which what was I'm missing. Hearing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're we're now going to tell you what's going on in Dundee. So, we've got a packed weekend this weekend, actually. I'm going to start off to telling you about Hunter S. Thompson on Friday night. It's Plasmas, Sunstinger, Red Vanilla. Um, and then at Conroy's, there's Codespeaker, Tyrannus, and Colonel Pist. And then also on Friday night. But Friday night has got to be this has got to be the most yeah, Friday packed Friday for months. Packed. I mean, we talked about there's some events have been rescheduled. We think to yeah. Friday night, and that's big part of the reason why it's so busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of which we've mentioned already: Collective presenting X Club on Friday night at Beat Generator. Um, and then we also have on Friday night at the Union Dems are presenting Prozac. Don't know much about Prozac. Don't know much about Prozac, no. But that'll be another huge night, as they always are. And then we have Five Years of the Freak with Rovag Vrume. And it's such an unfortunate clash with X Club. It is, but uh, it's not going to detract from the birthday bash. Um, And then, so that's Friday night. I think that's covered everything on Friday night. And then Saturday Mm -hmm. night, there's a few different acts. I didn't see anything on Kings on Saturday night. Nothing that had been posted anyway. Yeah. Maybe that. Uh, maybe oh. I just. Oh, I can tell you what it is. It's that. It's that. Um. It's that Technodrome. Oh, that is it Technodrome on Saturday? It's uh, that one with what's his name, Cami Stewart. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, well, Technodrome on Saturday night. There's, Craig a, Borland. there's a, a mixture of, of uh, a mixture. There's a substantial lineup for that, including Acid Boner. Um. There's a sold-out event at Fat Sam's, so kind of pointless telling you about it, but have fun if you've got Who's a ticket. Who's playing at Fat Sam's? Dylan John Thomas? I have there the name, you, you know? It's a Jerry Cinnamon, yeah. 
Right, yeah, I, it's a sold out. Um, so yeah, if you're going, enjoy it. We won't be there. Um, church has what? Prop. Th- this is the name of the event. Probably the last tribute to Dzem or Dzem mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Which at one point, well, they're a Polish blues rock band tribute right. act, and this rock band was once the backing band for Eric Clapton, apparently. One of his tours, so I think I don't know if it's as obscure as it seems, but it's a yeah might a be an old event. might be an older crowd. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then on Conroy at Conroy's basement on Saturday night, we have Xander, Xander with a three for the E, with James Leandu and Badman Ben, which looks like a really cool night as well. Yeah, so, yeah, good so ba- good selection good on nights. this week. Yeah, for sure. And uh, now we are joined by. Our guest this week. Hello. Hi. Have we got him on mic? Uh, that is the right mic, I'm thinking. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you. I think so, yeah. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is Jack and uh, I run the Freak Records with my brother. So the Freak Records are celebrating their fifth birthday this weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we've been saying, they're joined by Robag Vruma at King's on Friday night. So we're going to play... A tune by Robag Vruma to start off, well, to set the tone for the interview with Jack. We'll hear from you in a minute.
So hello Jack. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Very well. Thank you for joining us. That's okay. Yeah. As we were just saying, this is uh we've got a bit of a bucket list of who you want to get on the show and uh, you're pretty near the top, so Thank yeah, you very we really much. appreciate you coming on. Okay. Um so we want to talk a little bit since it's been five years of the Freak. Talk a little bit about the story of the Freak. Not too much, because yeah. you probably had to do it a few times and uh-huh. probably asked a lot, but in as succinctly as possible, what what led to opening the shop? What was it that brought that about? Um, so I used to work at a record shop. I used to live in Aberdeen. Um, worked there when I was at university. Um, came back to Dundee. Both me and my brother found ourselves in um, kind of dead-end jobs, getting fired quite often. Um, <laughs> and just... My old, I'd got in touch with my old boss from Aberdeen and he kind of just... Um, pointed me in the right direction on how to start the shop, got a loan from the bank, found a shop, the old party wizard, and um, five years later I was still here. So Yeah, um, and that that's that's party wizard that's now yeah. moved down the road. Yeah, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Because you, cause you've, I've seen you've talk, um, talked about it in interviews before, about uh-huh. seeing the wizard still yeah, 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 the, yeah. on the window. And, uh-huh. and then there's a photo I think you posted last year uh-huh. on the Instagram, just when you swipe, I swipe through, you can still see the wizard. Yeah, it comes up. It all up. Yeah, when there's a lot of yeah. condensation. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, so when he, when you opened the shop, Groucho's was still running. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Were you feeling like you were taking them on or did you feel like they were coming to the end of their run? Or were you I don't think we could have taken them on, I think, because it's such an institution. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- we thought there was a room for the thing that we are doing now in Dundee. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of dance music and things, there wasn't really a... Um, I mean, not, not to speak ill of the dead, but... Um, I sort of felt on on the the, the, you know, the, the last years of Groucho's they were a bit crusty and a bit yeah. stale. Yeah. Is that something you'd maybe agree with? Uh, I think probably if we keep the shop until the age that they did, we'll be crusty and stale. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a good point. Um, yeah. I think hats off to them for doing it for so long, but inevitably you're going to lose touch at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, I'm not. I don't so much mean the the, the running of the shop. It's just the the actual stock. Uh-huh. That they held. Yeah. Well, they only did secondhand stuff, so I mean that mm-hmm. does. Was it only secondhand? Yeah, that limits what you can, uh, mm. kind of what you can stock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're gonna have another tune by Rollbag Vruma, and we'll hear a bit more from Jack in a moment.
remix of You Are Doing Well by, I'm going to butcher the German pronunciation, even though I was sitting last night practicing with my German flatmate Conrad, Conrad Ritter That sounds about right Like, like Ritter Sport, right? You know the wee chocolate bars? Not to reduce someone to a piece I've of never had one of them, are they good? I've, I, don't, I think it's sort of my dad It's a marzipan yeah, one yeah. or something um, Okay, so Back to Le Freak, back to the record shop. You've mentioned in an interview, I think that's on YouTube, um, that you don't really care if people come in and buy vinyl as long as they come into the shop and they have a good time. Um, but why, why, sh- why should someone buy vinyl then? Um, I guess it's the same reason why they buy anything, mm-hmm. um, if they enjoy it. Um, I think everyone's probably got their own reasons why they like or purchase certain things. But coming back to what you said, I'm uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really not a businessman at heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, the shop's been great in terms of events, meeting people. Money-wise, it's no, the, it's not the route to being a millionaire. But I mean, that's not why we did it. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, not at all. Um, and Owen, you wanted to ask a little bit about format revival. Yeah. So you obviously you're selling mainly vinyl, well, only vinyl at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, is that something that you're confident there's like a strong future? in you know just selling vinyl or do you think it could be in say 10 years time we might see a similar thing to vinyl with maybe cds yeah i think that's totally possible um i think tapes haven't we tapes yeah tapes um i think before we opened it was kind of it was it was touch and go we weren't sure if it was gonna like continue with the trajectory Mm -hmm. like vinyl Mm -hmm. sales or if it was going to dip luckily it's continued um in terms of CDs, it's highly possible that it happens, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess the one thing with CDs is that whereas there's a, there's a real fe- feeling of rarity with vinyl, mm-hmm. there doesn't. I never feel that. With, maybe it's just because it's right now, but mm. with CDs, it just feels like there's just massive stockpiles of everything you could think of ever. And also, it's easy to make your own bootlegs of CDs, much mm-hmm. easier than it is with vinyl. Yeah. I mean, I'll be controversial and say I prefer a CD. That's fair enough. I've heard that too. <laughs> I've, there was, I spoke to a guy who's actually now at Dundee Uni as well, told me when he was a bit of an audiophile before anyone else I knew was, and he was telling me that CD was the superior format, better than vinyl, better than streaming, better than tapes. I, th- I think the, ma- the biggest draw for me is in terms of um, DJing. If you're going mm-hmm. to DJ, I think that is a, I think doing it with vinyl, it, if it's better. I mean, there's something cool about seeing a DJ playing with vinyl. It's a rare thing these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very rare thing. thing. Yeah, it's understandable though. They are a pain in the ass in a lot of ways. But um, you see, like, see when someone's working on the tabletop so sc- and they're like a real artist with scratching. Yeah, that's just mesmerizing. You're, you're paying to, to see me. a show more yeah. than you're paying to see somebody mm-hmm. flick exactly. about on a, a screen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one more question about record sales. 
I think you've maybe told, told me this before. What's um, the most expensive record that's passed through the shop? It, it was uh, Nick Drake, Pink Moon. Is it? Was yeah. it an original, yeah. original pressing? 600 quid. Oh. And it was an old boy that used to live down the road from my mum's house that gave us it. And he, he just gave us a load of records. Obviously, I had no idea they were worth oh. anything. <laughs> but I, I gave him half the money back. Oh, cool. Oh. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I superb. Couldn't, I couldn't let him not have that. Even within your rights just to take all the money. Yeah. That, no, that's really, really cool, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. Think he, um, I think he got a trip to Scarborough out of it. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. Sign nice. of a sound businessman. <laughs> and I think, I've, in my head, I had that maybe the most expensive record you had was a Coldplay EP, or was that number two or oh, something? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, yeah, that was number two. We probably, I think, God, yeah, that's probably about 200 quid. So I, I thought yeah. you'd have to pay like negative value on Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd hope so, but. But it was an, an EP from before their first album. Yeah, right? it was like the Blue something, the Blue yeah. Room or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Not that I'm going to. Um, admit to knowing the <laughs> they used to be alright yeah no I, I, yeah. I liked them and I was actually at the <laughs> most recent tour in seating <laughs> oh. my parents were like no we're going to seating not oh, standing that, was that their greenwashing tour when <laughs> they were trying to say they were being environmentally friendly by yeah. going on tour yeah well, I, I feel like they do some, some interesting things maybe it's greenwashing but there's some interesting ideas I think but anyway mm. we're not talking about Coldplay we're <laughs> going to talk about The Freak and more rollback rumour coming up
Say You Love Me by Om Alec Cowley. Cowley, yeah. I would love if they played more stuff like that in the clubs. Yeah, it would be good. Mm, Happy yeah. sounding, you know. Mm. You said yeah. some from awesome tapes from Africa. Yeah, yeah, you guys were talking about it earlier. And then I just remembered that song. And I remember hearing it at a party early in the morning. And it just seemed to fit the feeling. I think yeah. the sun was coming in through the, through the windows. Cool. It's a nice cool. moment. Um... So yeah, I thought I'd ask a little bit about, so since we've got this birthday event this weekend, um, what's your favourite or most, mo- most memorable Rafiq Records event? Because you used, used to have more sort of in-house mm-hmm. things in the record shop, mm-hmm. so it could be something from there or something you guys have put on, something that stands out. Yeah, there's quite a few actually. Um, I'll try and go through them like chronologically. Um, I think in terms of something that's not an event, um, when Andy Weatherall came um, yeah, of course. and visited that, yeah. That was uh, that was yeah. Special. How long ago was that? It was a year before he died. I reckon we had been open for about two years, so about three years ago, four years ago. Wow. How do you pull that sort of thing off? How did you end up getting him? So it was um, the get some of the, the guys were supporting him at church that night, and uh, he j- he just wandered up on his own. He just came yeah. in. Yeah, it wasn't arranged at all. He just <laughs> sat wow. down. I know, I know. And then obviously, yeah, that was amazing. Um, and then. Melody, I think we put Melody on before he, it was like techno disco tool had just come out. Do you remember that mm-hmm. song? Oh yeah, I yeah. remember that song. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to forget that song. But that had just come out and the rooms were still open and it was just an absolute sweatbox all night. And um, that was pretty special. And recently, I've got a soft spot for when we put Anti Flow on. Um, that was one of the first nights that I kind of did on my own, mm-hmm. and the whole vibe of that night was just quite special and he was a really special guy that was it? one that got rescheduled as well I think, it was it? yeah because yeah. of covid yeah yeah oh, it oh. actually it ends up helping i think when you reschedule things um 
So, so if it gets rescheduled, did you, did you retain most of your original? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of like you get to do it twice. Um, but yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, sick. Um, so we're coming towards the end of the show, but before we do, I we chat a little bit about Robag Roma and uh, DJ Kotze and Pampa Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I think Ro- Robag and Kotze have been uh, close friends for a long time. They, they collaborate quite a lot. Um, and you can tell from the music, there's it's got a very soft, mellow, playful sound to it. That's quite rare in dance music. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's quite quite a unique label. Yeah, well, we played a DJ Kotze tune maybe three or four weeks ago. It was it'll all be over? Mm. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I found that um, by mistake because I found. I listened to Worldwide FM, mm-hmm. and there was this. The, it's based on a sample from a song called "It'll All Be Over," mm-hmm. and that was what I heard. I was like, I'd love to put that on the radio, but at the time I thought it was too mellow. And yeah. then I found the DJ. Found, that's how I found DJ Cotton. There's a copy in the shop if you want one. Is there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll stop by. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we're gonna have another one by Ro- by Ruma. Um, it's actually a remix. We played a lot of quite a few remixes. This is another remix of a stimming track. Alpha Lucia 
I think that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for coming on, Jack. No problem. I'll Anything. see you later tonight. Well, I will anyway. Yes. Shame. Uh, sorry, I'm hanging Shocking. my head in shame. Dare you invite yeah. me on? <laughs> thank, thank you for coming on. That was brilliant. Um, we're going to finish off the show with another chat tune by Robag. Um, this came out. This came out last week, by the way. Yo, cool. And yeah. that house uh, burnt down, so it's very apt. It's called Fire. Hopefully, you'll be joining us tonight to enjoy it yourselves. I've been DJ Serotone. I've been Calm Valentine. We'll be joined by Katie Nichol next week. See you then. See you then. <laughs>